All right, here I am reporting from over the road. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. The adventure continues. I'm on my way to Portland. The week started off kind of rough. Chicago to Portland. So what they did was they gave me a truck. had a broken mirror. This is safety inspection week. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I can't have that. So I told them to take the truck back. Give me another one. Then the next truck they gave me had a big old gouge out of the steer tire. I was like, crap. So I took it over to Penske and had them replace the tire. Took about an hour, but certainly a lot safer than going down the road with a messed up steer tire. Probably wouldn't have blown, but it's definitely not worth taking a chance on. Steer tires are sacred ground you lose you lose any of your other tires it's no big deal you lose a, t- a steer tire you're toast so took it to Penske get it replaced safety inspection guys DOT they, they would love that they would go nuts over that huge violation shutdown issue I'm not gonna mess with that as soon as I leave Portland I'll probably go straight back to Chicago which means I'm only going to have to deal with the, with the inspections on Tuesday. So I'm not going to be running up and down the road. So if anybody's got any updates on any hot spots or where they're hitting, uh, call the, uh, the number. It'll be in the uh, show notes. 414-666-1926. That's 414-666-1926. It'll go straight to voicemail. And then just leave a message, and I'll throw that in the next episode. If anybody calls in, you know, just wherever there's, you know, wherever they're hot, inspecting heavy, you know, just leave like five minutes or or whatever of what you think is going on. It'll be interesting. And I know a few drivers that'll be out Wednesday and Thursday, so I'll give them a call and see if I can find any hot spots. As for me, I'll be at home, so I won't have to worry about it. So I'm going to have it easy this year. Some years are easier than others. But like I said, though, I'm looking for easy stuff. Uh, one thing I noticed today, well, I'll give you an example. Brakes, lights, tires, like I said before. Um, reflective tape on the bumper, that's easy. Um, you know, marker lights, that's an easy one. Uh... You know, steering and suspension they're going to focus on, but I suspect the other stuff, they'll probably even be more so. I saw a truck today, and it's one I hadn't thought of. 
the guy had his chain sitting on the catwalk in the bag that's that's against the you know that's against the rules so if you still got your chains on the truck and they're on your catwalk you might want to pull them off you know either throw them under the bunk or throw them in a side box or whatever it is you got to do but get them off the catwalk you know it's something they can easily see from you know when you drive in because like i said what they're gonna do you drive a lot of times you'll drive in they'll have a guy out there it's like he's doing triage if he sees anything wrong he's pulling you in anything wrong could be a bunch of crap on your dash you know um because you can only have it so high besides you don't want a bunch of trash it brings attention too much trash on the side broken mirrors your mirrors are dirty yet your mirrors are too dirty they're pulling you in not saying they're going to give you a ticket for dirty mirrors but they're going to say hey if this guy's got a dirty mirror what else didn't he do what else didn't he check what else didn't he do how lazy is this guy easy violation I'm going to pull him in that's what they're going for like I said they're going for low hanging fruit the best thing you can do is just avoid it avoid the low hanging fruit don't get caught don't let them give you a ticket it's a tax why pay a tax you don't have to so you know or you know if they shut you down you know you might be there for 8-10 hours who knows I'm in a bunk right now so if this ends up being a little loud it's because I'm in a sleeper I'm getting bounced around whenever you hear me pause it's because my co-driver hit a bump or something you know and knocked knocked the uh, knocked me out of my rhythm so anyway this is going to be an exciting week currently we're in Idaho the weather's beautiful now between Utah and Portland there's a ton of scales and quite a few of them are open so we're hoping to get up to Portland and get back before Tuesday get past you know if we can get past Utah then we're home free I don't expect too much from Nebraska or Wyoming uh, Iowa on the 80 they usually hit it pretty hard Illinois I'm not too worried about because their scale's really small and they can't fit too many in there so for me it shouldn't be too bad places are going to get you are going to be like California uh, Nevada right there on the 15 they'll open up those inspection stations south of Vegas and they get a lot of parking there they'll pull everybody off they'll have them drive by the inspector and every few trucks they'll point to the side and they'll have you pull to the inspection area so don't catch the guy's eye don't get his attention uh, when I pull into places like that and they're doing that I try not to make eye contact with any of the cops you make eye contact with them and they gesture you to pull over that's it, you're toast if you don't make eye contact with them you can just, you know, you can ignore them. It just depends, you know, what's going on. Best thing to do is just keep a low profile. You know, if you can take a couple days off, yeah, that's fine too. But quite honestly, for the most part, as long as you do the things, you know, simple things. Like clean your truck, clean your mirrors, clean your headlights... Uh, get the chains off your brat off your catwalk. Uh, check your brakes, lights, and tires. 
you know, stuff like that. You know, you should be just fine. Oh, trailer registration. That's an easy hit. Make sure you got trailer registration on there. Now, if you're an owner-operator and you got the same trailer all the time, you probably should have no problem. But if you're like me, I have two trailers. And I have a different tra- I have two trailers all the time. And I have two different trailers all the time. So, and there's many styles that we have. So I have to go pop the plate up, make sure the registration's up to date. Or it's inside this little capsule. Uh, everybody does it a little different. So make sure you have the registration for your trailer. If you don't, they're going to nail you. Make sure you got your registration for the truck. Many of the trucks renewed the registration in March. That's why they do this in June. You know, the end of March. So make sure your registration's up to date. It's easy to avoid. Um, you know, or forget about it, I should say. If you're up in, uh, make sure you get your IFTA. Make sure your IFTA's up to date. Uh, it should be blue. You know, the, 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 I'm pretty sure they're all the same. But the blue, mine's blue anyway. The page is blue. You know, the borders. Every year it's a different color. Uh, make sure that's up to date. IFTA and registration are the two biggest forms they're going to ask you for. If you got a hazmat, make sure you got the forms for that. Make sure your hazmat paperwork is in the door of your truck. The reason why I say that is because sometimes they'll open that door. And if it isn't there for them to grab, then they're going to start crying. They did that to me once. I had another dash. They're like, oh, you have to have it in the door. I said, no, I have to have it within arm's reach. It's within arm's reach. I said, uh, he goes, well, you have to immediately give it to me. I said, dude, I didn't know you were going to open the door. You got to give me a second. You know, I just, it just stopped. You know, give me a break. I said, you weren't supposed to open the door without, you know, I'm supposed to open it for you. I should have locked the door is what I should have did. So if they want anything, knock on your door or whatever. Make sure your door is locked. Don't let them open the door for you. You know, it's it's a little unsettling. Uh, let's see what else. It's pretty much all I can think. Oh, um, if you're going up to... And I'm going to Portland, so I'm thinking of Oregon. You want the Oregon uh, uh, permit. You know, make sure that's up to date. Oh, God, that's a huge fine. It's like 400 and something dollars. Here's the thing with the Oregon permit. You have to have it before you pull into the state of Oregon. If you pull into the to the scale and tell them you need to buy one, they are going to give you a ticket for not having one. Because you have to have it when you enter the state. So your best bet is to, if you don't have it, call them before you enter the state and have them fax it to you. If you do it any other way, you're going to get a ticket. And it's a 400 and something dollar ticket. It's ridiculous. You would think if you pull over at the scale and you and you bought you tried to buy it, you'd be covered. No, you are not. You will get a ticket. It's it's crazy. Also, the Oregon permit, the type on that's really small. You know, and the temporary permit and the regular permit look very much alike. So, 
you know, make sure you look at that. Maybe even highlight it. You know, the expiration date. Because it's very easy to to gloss over that one and not read it. Because it's very congested where they get the, um, the expiration date. That's huge. Now, if you still got your chains hanging on the racks, you know, you got racks on the trailer, on the truck. Make sure they're not dragging on the ground. You know, if they're dragging on the ground, they make a little noise that gets their attention. They don't like that. Yeah, you just use some common sense. You'll get through the inspection thing, and it's no big deal. It really isn't. And if I get pulled over, I'll try to record it. I'm sure they'll complain about it, but who cares? You know, they got their recorders on their shirts. Why can't I bring mine out? And I will ask that cop every silly question I can imagine. Because quite honestly, they want to get you in and out as fast as possible. And the more questions you ask, the more likely they are to kick you out. The last time they pulled me in, I asked the guy so many questions. And I wouldn't stop. That before we got to the trailer, he told me to leave. I told him, I said, well, I, I got some more questions. And he goes, I don't care. Get out of here. <laughs> he was getting frustrated. What they're counting on is for you to be intimidated. And the truth is, even, you know, you don't need to be. You know, they're doing a job. You're doing a job. Best thing you can do is just, you know, just do what you got to do. Most of these guys, they're not out to get you. It's nothing personal. It's just that it's their job to inspect the trucks. And quite honestly, if we make it easy for them and create a situation where they can write a ticket, that's pretty much our fault. I don't like it, but it's our fault. And like I said, these, you know, it's not personal. And don't take it personal. If they start, if they give you a ticket or start writing you up for something, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't make them go digging. Don't make it personal. Just suck it up and move on. You know, your driver, you know, learn from, you know, learn from your mistakes if they get you on something. But that's why I say stuff like reflective tape. It's an easy hit. They can see it from a distance. And quite honestly, how many people forget to look at the reflective tape? I forget to look at it quite often. It's not something I really think about. It's it's such a passive thing, you know. It's not like air lines or air hoses or grommets, stuff like that. You know, you walking by the truck, you're doing your pre-trip, you can hear the air leaking. That's an easy one. But... You know, and you look at your taillights, you look at all your lights. But that reflective tape is easy to... It's easy to miss. You know, just an easy miss. So, those are all the tips I got. You know, tomorrow, that's when the big inspection starts. What time, who knows. I'm sure they'll be out. And generally, some places, they'll be out 24 hours a day until it's over. Other places, they won't. I see them down in Texas where they piled them up down on the 10. They're going crazy. Same with New Mexico. And then I've also seen states where the scales weren't even open. So, just luck of the draw. 
Now you can use things like Trucker's Path. That's an app on iOS and Android. It's called Trucker's Path. That'll tell you if the scale's open or closed. But keep in mind, that's updated by drivers. You know, driver will go by, see the scale, see it's open, see it's closed, and then he'll, he'll click it off just like waves when you're doing, you know, directions. So that's something you can use. You know, it's not an end-all. It's not perfect, but it might help you out. Tell you where they're hot. I'll try to report where they're hot if I can get the information. I'll try to release that Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, another tool you might think about using is E. Z, the letter, the letters E and the letter Z and the word placard. It's an application that, uh, I'll see if I can find a link. It's an application that you can use that if you put in your hazmat, it'll tell you what placards to use. It's not perfect. Uh, double check your work, but, you know, use it as confirmation. You know, hazmats, if you got hazmat, you're more likely to get pulled in. Because if they write you a ticket, generally the tickets are going to be higher. And not only are they going for citations, but they're trying to collect money too. So you definitely don't want to mess with that. As for me, today was a beautiful drive. Drove across Wyoming, Utah, and into Idaho. Yeah, so basically all I did was go down 80. I started off in Cheyenne and ended up in uh, Hayburn, Idaho. So I went 80 to 84. And uh, it was like five. It was, only, it was a short day today, 594 miles. Now I'm in the bunk and my co-driver's driving. He'll make it probably all the way to Portland. He gets to go down Cabbage. I like going down Cabbage. I like going down the big hills. Especially when it isn't snowing. So, anyway, I'm starting to ramble. Actually, I've been rambling for a while. Because I'm in a bunk and I'm pretty tired. And I'm going to go to sleep because i got to get up at 3 central time. You know, 3 central standard time and i got to start driving. Hopefully, it'll be Portland or Pass there. On my way home. And I'm, like I said, I'll be off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So, I'll look at the news. I'll look at Trucker's Path. If anybody wants to call me, the phone number's in the show notes. You know, let me know where the uh, hotspots are. And like I said, it's going to be in the show notes. You know the phone number. And uh, when you call, it goes straight to voicemail. So it doesn't matter. It's a Google Voice number. Call the number. doesn't matter. Um, day, night, whatever. You know, whatever. It just doesn't matter. It's going straight to voicemail. It's not going to bother me. In fact, I won't even know it. There's a message there until I go to look for it. Then I'll clip them. I'll clip whatever message you leave out, and I'll throw it in the, uh, you know, in the next show. If you got something for the drivers to know about, so let's all stick together, driver, and uh, have a great week. All right, let's keep it safe, and let's hope for better weather than what we've been having lately. If we see any more rain, oh my god, no more rain, please no more rain. Alright, with that, I'm out of here, and I'll talk to you later.